You are listening to the Seedling Social Podcast, episode number two. I am Ashley Bohal, wife, mamapreneur, and your host in today's episode. I have a very special guest on today that I know many of you will be able to relate to. She is beyond admirable for her genuine personality and an amazing ability to make others around her laugh. She is always enjoying all that life has to offer. Today's guest is my dear friend, Jaren Ojeda. Jaren is a stay-at-home mama of three beautiful kiddos and an amazing wife to Sergeant Andy Ojeda with the U.S. Army. Andy is currently stationed overseas, and today I want to take a peek into what life looks like for a mama who is doing it on her own while her hubby is away. And I know if you're anything like me, we're all wondering how that looks with three kids on your own. Okay, today's episode will give you all the feels, so don't say that I didn't warn you, but let's get to it. I want to know all about Jaren. So I know many of you listening probably already know her, but for those of you that don't, let's get the deets. So tell me a little bit about you, how long you've been married, tell me about your kiddos, where you live. Let's just hear all about Jaren talking about myself. Oh, my favorite thing to do. So let me just get started. Uh, well, like you said, I'm a stay at home mom. It's been my dream since I was like five. So I'm very fortunate that we are blessed enough with Andy's career that I'm able to stay at home with my babies all day long. I love to doodle. I've always been a little doodler with words and art. And so luckily I was able to kind of turn that into a little side business that, you know, I can make my own little money here and there, but it's just something that I've always loved to do. So I was very fortunate that I was able to turn that into something that could help our little family. Um, another thing about me, uh, I run on Diet Mountain Dew. Um, I cuss probably a little too much. Uh, my mom probably wouldn't be very proud of that, so I shouldn't say that. Um, <laughs> another thing. Okay, so how long we've been married? Um, we have been married for... Let's see, I have to do math. That's probably not a good thing. But we've been together since 2014. We got married in 2015 um, in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. And um, so we've been married for four years, coming on four years now. Our oldest son is Maddox. He is five. Our little middle wild child is Moses. He'll be turning three in March. And then our sweet little Maya girl, our surprise, she will be one in April. Um, if you guys can do math, you will obviously realize that Maddox does not add up. (laughs) We were married after, um, my husband, my sweet, sweet husband actually adopted Maddox. Um, I had had him from a previous relationship and that's been Maddox's daddy from, you know, he was nine months old when we got together. So another huge blessing in my life. My husband has been my rock and always has been, and it's just The things he does just are wonderful. So um, that's another little tidbit about me. And they are absolutely the cutest things. I just love all of your kiddos to pieces. They're so sweet. So it amazes me seeing your little story unfold and watching you become a wife and a mother to your kiddos and staying positive while your husband's deployed because you are three and a half hours away from family in Fort Campbell there. And I know that it's not easy, but... 
you are so freaking positive. And I think we all want to know, like, how do you stay positive given the situation of deployment? Oh, gosh. You know, you can't always base um, everything you see on Facebook to be true. I am a very positive person. I give you that. I will agree with that. But uh, there are a lot of times, and I'm going to try very hard not to get joked up, but there are a lot of times uh, that you don't see. You know, I put the kids to bed and I have myself a good cry. Or I see something on the news that terrifies me about my husband and I will call my mom breaking down, sobbing on the floor. (laughs) So, I mean, as much as I appreciate you saying that I'm positive all the time, I trust me, like all moms, I go in that shower, I cry. But, you know, my thing is I have no choice but to be positive in front of my children. I don't want my children scared. I don't want my children confused. So I try very hard to put on that brave face and, you know, let them know that, you know, and and I'm not saying that I'm not negative in front of them because, I mean, they need a dose of reality. But, um, but no, I guess it's just very important to me that, you know, things are very tough in anyone's circumstances, not just mine. But, you know, you also have to realize, my goodness, look at how blessed we are. I mean, I have people coming out of the woodwork that I have not talked to in years to try to bless my family because we're going through a very challenging experience, one that we've never been through before. But the people who are sending us sweet things to keep a smile on our face, offering us these, oh my goodness, these amazing gestures that I only thought we're real in movies. I mean, people have offered us trips. They've offered us places to stay. Things that, you know, there are so much negative things in the news and on Facebook and all of this stuff that it's like you think, oh my goodness, people are just bad. And then people surprise you. And those kind of people that are taking time out of their days to make sure that they know that we are being noticed, they're the ones that make me positive. Because, oh my goodness, how can you not be? How can you not be positive when you have strangers loving you so hard? I mean, hard. Like, the things that people are sending to me, just sweet messages. I mean, ugh, it kills me to even talk about it because it's just, you wouldn't expect it. And this, like I said, this situation is so challenging And it's so hard some days to find the positivity and I will be struggling and I will be in a terrible mood and just sad and downright mad. And then I'll get a message out of the blue telling me how wonderful I am or how amazing I am, how proud they are of me for being so strong. And just those things are what keep me positive because I... I couldn't do it without these people. I mean, like I said, these people, these people are strangers. And yet here they are just being so, so wonderful. This podcast has been brought to you by Just Because Designs. If you're looking for a one of a kind freehanded sign or personalized piece of art, Just Because Designs by Jaren has the piece for you. Jaren works diligently from her kitchen table while watching her babies play to create the most beautiful pieces. I personally have a few of my own and let me tell you what, they are stunning and exactly what I wanted. Check her out on Facebook and help support small businesses.
Oh my gosh, I'm already fighting back the tears. So <laughs> you're just so amazing. If no one's told you today, you're freaking amazing because I I know that you, you don't want to, you know, have anybody thinking that you're overly positive or that you're, you know, stronger than anyone else, but you really are so strong and I hope you realize that. Um, Daniel, here, here's the story for you. Daniel last year had to leave for a week and I am not even kidding you when I say that week was the longest week in my life. Taking care of three kiddos without him here was just insane. I mean, honestly, it was pure hell. It was like, I couldn't even, you know, put into words how difficult that week was for us. I ended up having strep. Um, Eleanor had an eye infection. Silas had a ear infection and was cutting teeth. And Sawyer was right in the middle of his baseball season. So we were a hot flipping mess. Okay. When he pulled back in the driveway, tears were streaming down my face. I, I couldn't believe how excited I was to see my husband, something that you take for granted every single day. So hearing your testimony of how sweet people are and how people come out of the woodwork to rally together to, you know, comfort you and, and give you things that you never would have dreamed possible. You are so deserving because there are not many of us, and I speak for myself in that, that could handle what you handle with three kids. So you are beyond admirable for that. So before I shed too many tears, because <laughs> recording this podcast is making me extremely emotional. Um, I want to switch gears a little bit and listen and hear about how you have set these goals while your hubby is away. And I know it's it's on Facebook and social media, and I and I follow that, and I just love it. So so for those of you that aren't listening, Jaren sets weight loss goals while her hubby's away, and she has. Um, you know, gathered some girls together to help her in that journey. And I just really want to see what that looks like. So tell us a little bit about how your journey looks and what exactly you're doing while he's deployed. Oh my. So I have always struggled with my weight. I've never been stick skinny as much as I want to be. <laughs> it's just never been one of those things, but I've also never been great with self-care. So, um, my big turning point was a picture that was posted at a family gathering and I saw myself and it was not cute. It was not a good look. And I was so, so upset with myself that I'd let it get to that point. You know, I mean, we gain so much weight carrying our babies. And I am so one of those people that's guilty of, well, I'm pregnant. I can just eat whatever I want. And then I don't understand why it doesn't come off as soon as I have the baby. So for me, that was the huge point where I was like, okay, this is enough. I want my husband to have a sexy wife, which... I need to add in there that my husband has always been the one that's like, you are sexy no matter what size. This is all in my head. And, you know, it's something that I've always struggled with too is that good old self-confidence. So, you know, it was just my wake-up call seeing myself. You know, I, I see myself in the mirror and it, it doesn't look great, but it doesn't look as bad as when you see it in a picture and it's in an angle that you weren't expecting someone to see you and you weren't expecting the picture, so you weren't prepared to suck in. And it's just, it was just bad. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, we're doing something about this. And so I decided that I was going to start a group of 
other mommies, you know, that are struggling with their weight just as much as I am. And you just need that extra kick in the butt. So I started a little 30 day challenge group and, um, each you have to check in, um, every single day with just at least 30 minutes of a workout, which, you know, I say at least 30 minutes, but it's not always easy to find with children, but you know, 30 minutes isn't going to kill you. So we do that. You have to check in. And if you miss three days in a row, you're out. And for me, I needed something like that. I needed something where people were going to call me out if I wasn't doing stuff because I need the kick in the butt because I'm a little bit lazy at times. And I also think, oh, one day it's not going to kill me. Well, with this, I'm also a little bit competitive. (laughs) So I like to set goals for myself and then I challenge myself. So I'm in competition with myself and nobody else. But, you know, that's what does it for me. And honestly, when do I find time? Um, You know, a lot of my workouts happen at nap time if the children will sleep long enough. Um, You know, another time is when they're sleeping. You know, any time they sleep is usually when I'm working out. You know, sometimes I may be in a crunch and they're just not, you know, they're not working with me. So I'll stick one in the high chair and one in the jumper and I will go to work and get my 30 minutes in. And, you know, it may not be the best workout, but I've got something in for the day. And so, you know, I have to work around those kiddos. (laughs) It's not always easy, but that's just, you know, it's just what you have to do. Um, you know, my number one reason for doing it is because of the kids. I want to be that healthy mom that can run around in circles and, you know, not be out of breath after one lap. Okay, well, you have proved that you can take care of three kids minus your husband, plus take on this whole journey of changing your lifestyle. So we'll go ahead and say you're a superwoman because you are. I'm sitting here and I'm like, okay, all right, I can barely take care of my kids and I, you know, I got help here, so... (laughs) So I'm bowing down to you right now, but I know that it's not always that easy. I'm not naive in thinking that, you know, you don't ever have hard times. So let's get into that a little bit. And I know that's not going to be an easy topic, but I want to know, you know, what do you do in the hard times? How do you find comfort? I mean, I know you probably have nights where you just want to curl up with your husband in bed and I, I, I can't even begin to imagine what that's like to go to bed and him not be there and wonder, you know, oh my gosh, how many more days of this do I have? So tell us, what's the hardest part? Oh, Ash, you want me to cry, don't you? (laughs) Ah, the hardest thing about this. (laughs) The hardest thing about this is I just miss my husband. Ashley. (laughs) I miss him a lot. That's honestly, that's the hardest thing. And it's, um, it's just really hard. You know, your husband is truly your best friend. He's the one that you look forward to when, you know, you hear that door turn at the end of the day and you know, he's home from work and you look forward to, Oh, we're getting the kids to bed. It's finally our time. We get to sit and we get to watch our shows. I have shows on our DVR that I refuse to watch until he comes home because they're our shows. (laughs) Sounds ridiculous, but you know, you really take for granted that kind of stuff. We are huge binge watchers in our family. And so it is 
honestly killing me to see those shows there, but I refuse to watch them without him. You know, we have these little things that it's like, you know, Saturdays are our day that we go on adventures with our kids and I I can't do it by myself. I can't take three kids to places. So it's like, it just really cuts in when it's, it just ruins your routine and a huge chunk of your heart is missing when your husband's gone. And so for me, the hardest part would have to be that I don't have my best friend here. He is the best husband, but he's also the best father. I have a sweet man that he does bath time. He does the trash taking, you know, he takes the trash out for me. He helps me clean. We tackle it together. We're such a team that it's when he's not here, it's a hole. It's a hole in my heart and it's awful. And it's terrifying because, you know, there are instances where things will happen and I won't get to hear from him. So I don't even know if he's safe. So the hardest part is just not having him. I just want him home. I'm, I'm done with it. You know, (laughs) if I could just call somebody up and say, okay, I'm done. I want him back now. Trust me, I'd be on that phone and I would wait on hold as long as it would take to get him back. But you know, it's just sadly part of it. And I will get through it like we get through everything, but you know, I just miss him. I just miss our little time and I just, just miss him. (laughs) Okay. So I'm not really sure where to start. Um, for those of you that know me, you know that I'm undoubtedly very emotional. So you can imagine her response to that really just hits me like a ton of bricks. And I kind of wasn't expecting my emotions to get the best of me there, but, um, Now that I've edited that out (laughs) because I couldn't speak or breathe or think, (laughs) I'm not laughing because it's not funny. It's just, I'm a mess. Um, I hope that if you take nothing else from this podcast, I hope that you take a sense of understanding what her pain looks like and what many women um, around the world's pain feels like when they have a husband that's deployed. And I hope, I hope that you go home and you hold your spouse a little tighter and hug them a little bit longer and really appreciate having them home with you. Because I think it's something that myself included, we all take very much for granted when you don't expect, you know, certain instances to arise. So, Moving forward from that um, very emotional time, um, Jaren, I just want to ask, because you're such an inspiration, I mean, you really are, and I want to know what you would advise for mamas who are going to be embarking maybe on their first deployment or who are getting ready to, you know, be without their other half for long periods of times, what advice would you give to another mama if you could? Oh man, you know, it's really hard for me to give advice. Um, because you know, this is our first deployment together, something like this, where he's going somewhere overseas and, you know, it's not the same as when he was in Germany. So this is like a big deal to us. So I'm, I'm honestly learning just as much as other moms and other wives out there. 
it's a struggle, but you know, the best thing that I can say is find friends, find friends who, you know, who are going through the same thing as you. Like I said, I've got my sweet neighbor, her husband is back from deployment, but she knows exactly what I'm going through right now. And so, you know, she offers any time to help my other sweet friend. She lives just a couple houses down and you know, her husband has been deployed also, but they're just wonderful. They're the kind that, you know, they offer to babysit your kids anytime you need a break and, you know, go see family as much as you can. For us, you know, we are very, very fortunate in the fact that we're only three and a half hours away. So my mom comes and visits, but I know that that's not the case for a lot of other people. You know, one of our possible duty stations once was Washington State, and that's not something that's easy to travel to back and forth. It's a bit of a long drive and an expensive flight. So, you know, I know that that's not always an option, but, you know, just just getting out and finding people who you can have play dates with. And, you know, if you don't have kids, then just find a good girlfriend that's someone that's going through the same thing. You know, I'm fortunate, too, that, you know, we live in a time where we have Facebook. So we have a support group for our group of husbands on Facebook also. So that's that's very wonderful that we all, you know, we're in the same boat. Our husbands are all going through the exact same thing. So you can reach out through that. But, you know, like I said, it's it's hard for me to give advice right now because I, I, I'm a little bit of a mess. So, you know, if people want to call me and give me some advice and tell me how to get through this, that would be great. But, you know, right now I'm just taking it day by day and, and I have wonderful friends that are getting me through it. And, for that, I am so blessed because I, you know, I'm already going crazy, but I'd be going a lot crazier if I didn't have them to relieve me of my duties every so often, you know, go to the grocery store alone. <laughs> That's such a vacation. Oh my gosh. Even if I get to go to the post office for, you know, <laughs> the post office is like 10 minutes away from my house, but you know what? I'm going to get in that van and I'm going to blare that music as loud as I possibly can and sing at the top of my lungs because I'm kid free for 20 minutes and that's a really big deal. So, you know, if that's all you get to do, do that. (laughs) Spend your time away wisely. Make the most of it. I definitely think there's something to be said about getting little moments away from our children. As much as we love them, sometimes you just need that five-minute recharge. And I'm I'm kind of the way I'm like, okay, I just need five minutes. Matter of fact, not even five minutes. Just let me go to the bathroom alone <laughs> and then we'll talk and I will do whatever you need me to do. I'll get you the milk. I'll turn on the PJ mask. Like, give me a break, child. So I'm I'm with you there and I, I love that advice and I'm so thankful that you have a couple mama friends down there that you've made that, you know, take on that role of keeping your kiddos even if it's just for 10 minutes while you go to the post office. So very cool. Um, how often do you get to talk to Andy? Do you guys get to Skype often or how, how regularly do you get to talk on the phone? So we are very fortunate in the fact that in this period of time, um, you know, where he's at currently, we're able to talk every single day. Um, 
as much as he can, you know, with whatever his schedule is going on and the glorious eight hour difference <laughs> kind of puts a little bit of a, of a little pinch in there because, you know, I'm going to bed and he's sending me a, you know, good night message while I'm sending him a good morning message. And so when I wake up, we usually have a couple hours in there, a few hours that we're able to talk and he gets to see the kids and I'm just grateful for it because technology is so wonderful this is a hard situation, but it could be much, much worse. The fact that I get to see my sweet husband's face every single day and I get to talk to him and hear his voice and get sweet little messages, I'm very blessed in that because I would probably go crazy if I couldn't hear from him. And there may come a time that I won't be able to, but for right now, I'm soaking up all the time I can getting to talk to him. Oh my gosh, that's so awesome that you guys get to talk every day. I I think back and I'm like, can you imagine the time period when there were only handwritten letters and you would go months without hearing from your spouse? Like who, like who could handle that? Like I would be an absolute mess. I guess it was a different time and, and you know, there wasn't the technology, but wow, thank God for technology these days. Um, what's the first thing you guys are going to do? Like, what will be the first thing you say to Andy? How's that going to look with his homecoming? I'm just curious. <laughs> well, I can't exactly say that on here. <laughs> it's a little X-rated there, sweetheart. <laughs> uh, I would like to say I'm joking, but I'm really not. No, um, probably can't do that at the homecoming. So the very first thing that I will do is... I will be the one crazy lady sprinting across the hangar to jump on top of my husband and squeeze him as hard as I possibly can because, oh my gosh, I am just counting down the days until I get to hold on to him again. (laughs) You guys, keeping quiet (laughs) to let you finish, like if you could see my face right now, I cannot stop laughing. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Anyways, I... Love that answer, number one. Number two, I so wish I could be there with a video camera videoing your run across the hangar. (laughs) That will be so special. Oh my gosh, I can't stop laughing. Anyways, uh, it has been so wonderful having you. And I hope that people enjoy this podcast. And I hope they enjoy getting a look into your life and your amazing journey with becoming an um, an army wife. You're, you're awesome. So you've got it going on and it's been so fun chatting with you. Thanks so much for being on the show. Oh, thank you so much for having me.